What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Shonuff71, a.k.a. Digger, Dulamite. Bling-bling. Yo. And your eardrums are tuned in to episode 155 of the Gaming Vessels podcast. And as usual, I am not in the digital studio alone. Along with me, we got my partners in crime first on deck. Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the High-Res Hater, a.k.a. the Cat Daddy, a.k.a. the Gamer Step Daddy. What's going on, bro? Uh, Not much. Just happy to be here, as always, uh, getting ready to talk about uh, this hobby that we all love, gaming. It's 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 been really good, you know, been really good. It has, it has. And of course, our show is a no-go without Trader Joe, a.k.a. Jabroni Chief. Yeah, yeah. Who Mm. is that food max of gaming who can maximize your gaming dollar. What's going on, bro? Uh, Not much, man. Just um, happy to be here. Happy to have another episode of this fine show. Just thinking uh, how we could angle ourselves with all the business going on nowadays, you know. It's like I know Bobby Kodak wants to like you know steer the the narrative out there, you know, and then the gaming vessels, you know, can help him do that, you know. I'm not I'm hey. not beyond a little bit the uh, scratch. Hey, if, if Phil wants to buy out my bills, I'm I'm more than willing <laughs> to have that mm. discussion. <laughs> Get in, li- you stand in take- line. Get in, get in line to get your robot parts. <laughs> All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll have to, I'll have to uh, look to Gamertag Radio for being my, like, you know, my goal in life to get paid. <laughs> your shill model? Oh, no. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. No. No. <laughs> Hopefully people don't think we, you know, if uh, Jim Ryan came around with some uh, bargain bonus bucks or anything, it's like, eh. we, we have, we have high, high credos here on the high standards, high standards. Yeah. High standards. So yeah, I, I, I cannot be bought whatsoever. That's a lie. <laughs> Shit. You can be bought with some Funyuns and, uh, and that. And a and a PlayStation game and a pip pip there, pipe pipe down there. Don't get mad because it's true. No, gamer stepdad. Don't get mad because it's true. I've no. I've seen you I've seen you do worse for less. So. <laughs> oh, good grief! Shut your we, hole. We, we, we need. We need to uh, like uh, 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 apply for like the what is that the lifetime network for one of them them real life shows <laughs> yeah real, in, real in world a... gaming podcast mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean it'd probably be funny <laughs> I mean I think I think people would 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 pay to see would pay to see that I mean True he story. <laughs> I mean he keeps wanting us to do to do um what is it uh to do streaming we're playing games together because of because of how quote-unquote entertaining we are so well it it gives me a laugh (laughs) that's for sure (laughs) as our listeners can tell with me cackling like like a fool over here Mm -hmm. but 
But it's funny though. I'm 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 okay with it. Okay. All right, folks. Well, as per usual, our first topic on the docket is going to be the playlist. All right, Trader Joe, let's uh, Jabroni Chief rather. Let's let's kick things off with you. What you been playing, man? Uh, not much. Just uh, usual stuff. In fact, uh, I'll just kind of throw out there what I've been dabbling with, and then we'll get into the Outriders discussion. Um, I've been kind of still playing around with. I don't know if I mentioned on the last show, but uh, I've been checking out Apex Legends, and you know, a lot of people out there have been talking and considering this like their go-to go-to as far as battle royals are concerned and you know i dabbled with it uh back when it was first announced uh i'd say what two years ago or what whenever it got uh, unveiled and they got all this you know the usual star streamers to you know play it as well and so i was playing it on pc mainly i dabbled with it with my friends uh, nick and dom for a little bit on pc using a controller and uh you know, I've heard people talk on and on, on and off about this game, and I just was looking for something that I could just kind of hop in, hop out, and, you know, do some multiplayer gaming before Desmond got on, or as far as our current play sessions, that kind of thing. So, so um, enjoying it so far. I'm just messing with uh, the starting characters. Obviously, I have no intention of uh, putting any sort of money into this, at least not yet. <laughs> You know, I probably, you know, I think I told you guys it's like, you know, it's like because it's just trying to get used to the rinse and repeat because, you know, I, I came from a lot of playing Destiny uh, 1 and 2 multiplayer and a lot of the play modes uh, that, you know, we dabbled in with that was a lot of like, you know, you die, you instantly respawn and, you know, you're doing a timed session of some sort, you know, whatever the whether it's you know multiplayer you know team battle that kind of thing where this is because of the battle royale formats that's a one and done and so it's trying to still get used to that gaming format and as far as trying to like hoard and get the best loadout when you drop at the beginning and sometimes when you drop you get dropped you know so it just depends on there so but uh, just trying to get used to the uh, different characters too. I've been mainly playing. I'm trying to get the name of the character up because uh, Banglador is who I've been mainly using on there. But I might need to like dabble with the other character classes just to see on there to see how it goes. But you know, now Desmond be commenting on me because it's like you know he'll hop online and see I'm already like in an Apex Legends session or whatnot. So it's just. Except that I just throw on real real quick before we hop into whatever multiplayer game we're playing that day or whatnot. So and it's 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 been fun. So and other than that, yeah, um Outriders. I mean, we've been pretty much in it to win it this week, uh, for the most part. I know each of us, I know Kevin, you have your own separate session to kind of talk about because I know uh uh, you could say more when we trade off, but, uh, you know, all three of us did uh, complete the campaign on there. So we uh, mainly did it together. But I know, Kevin, you did your uh, completion separately than me and Desmond on there. And uh, I enjoyed this game quite a bit. I got kind of into more of the minutia. You know, at the beginning, I'm all like, I, keep, I kept asking Desmond, 
what do I break down? What do I keep? You know, what do I sell? And it's like, you know, it's like, I know I rely on Desmond to do my research because obviously I'm nonplussed to do it. You know, it's like <laughs> on there, but I know that. And I enjoy doing it for you, buddy. Well, I know you enjoy digging into the inner workings of mechanics and games sometimes more than I would take the time to do the research. And so it's like, um, I've kind of understand the metagame now and I'm kind of eager to get into the, um, after game content on there, you know, cause there is some content afterwards where, you know, the game is quote unquote over credits rolled, but you know, it was a pretty good substantial lead up to the credits. I think, uh, I don't, in your guys's opinion, do you think it was overwrought with extra padding or you think it was just right as far as the length and the content? Well, for me, I thought it was just right. Um, 100% um, think it was just right. I, I honestly believed that it, it, it actually was, it actually was like, it, it reminded me a lot of monster hunter at the end in which you, 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 you fight, and destroy the big baddie and you get you get the resolution of the main story but then that resolution leads into uh the expeditions and that's kind of how it is like on monster hunter because there's always this kind of you know post post game quest you have to do and and this all made sense and i know people crap on the story you know we we, we crap on the story too but I actually enjoyed the story. I thought it was, I thought it was, you know, compelling in that in that kind of sci-fi network um, kind of, you know, early nine, uh, mid '90s, early 2000s kind of sci-fi stuff. And I would definitely watch this movie or series if they made it into one. Um, and I I don't know. I just I just really thought it was an interesting story and how and how it resolved at the end. I was like, okay, you know, and and it left the door open for us. It, it, it just made sense going from from the resolution at the end of the of the of the story missions to to why you have to do the expeditions. It made sense. And there seems to be another bigger baddie at the end of the expeditions if, if you're able to get to, you know, a world tier 15. Um, so this this game has a little bit more more meat to it. And and I'm I I want to I want to try it. You know, I want to see what's going on with it. I want to see what's next um, because I really like the gunplay. I really like the powers um, and and because they gate just enough uh uh behind world tiers to show that you 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 can actually progress um and i want to thank kevin because he was the one when kevin started playing it at, at, and and challenging himself and playing it at, at higher world tiers in in order to get you know better drops it, it's 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 a weird it's a weird kind of dichotomy that that you know the world tier scales and the enemies get stronger, but you get stronger too. And you really have to um, equip your weapons and and push yourself in order to get that better gear. And I think they got it right after they did a couple of tweaks on the game and 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 just kind of listened to the feedback that people were giving them and said, "Hey, you know, let's 
let's make this a better game. And and I think they did. I really, really enjoyed um, what I've played, and I would love to play uh, an Outriders 2. Um, yeah, I, I was I was really happy with the with the gameplay and with and and with what I experienced for it. Like I was like, I was here for it, you know, and and it was pretty and it was pretty good. What about you, Kev? I. I like the I like the game, and again, I'm surprised I went back to it. Yeah, I'm me too. Really, I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised I went back to it. But after coming back and and playing the game after they've made the adjustments, the announcements for their future, uh, exp- I guess expansions. I don't. Know, I guess ex- expansion is the right word for yeah, it. I expansions guess. works. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I found myself really enjoying the game. I found myself really enjoying the game. The the story I think is is decent sci-fi network fare. You know, I would have hmm. I would have watched this on a Saturday afternoon <laughs> on the sci-fi yeah. network. Yeah. I get, I give it up to the voice acting a little bit cuz I think, you know, uh <laughs> the uh, the accompanying characters, there's just enough uh bit of humor in there along with, you know, obviously the kind of straight laced of the story and I think also too, even though you create your own character, I think the narr- narrator for your personal character um is good on there, so. Yeah, so I've I had a lot of fun. The, some of the tweaks that they made to the movement, the shooting, and kicking things up in the world tier kind of makes you take a closer look at your uh, the your your gears perks. So breaking mm-hmm. down those perks that you really that you really like and seeing what what standard perks on your gear you're you're digging and and adding and kind of switching and changing things up on both your weapons and your uh, your armor i think really kind of sets the game a little bit a a little bit apart from other games of its type um i'm not going to sit here and say that i i mean as much crap as i gave as i gave destiny to towards the end of when i stopped playing it I got my money's worth out of playing that game. I yeah. I could not I could not sit here and say that oh well gosh Destiny's crap because of the last two or three expansions that I played I did not care for. I I got my money's worth out of this and I could say the same for this game. Yeah. I got my money's worth out of it and I am interested to see where they take the story in the future and the content in the future the my only criticism is the some of the gear is just just butt ugly yeah yeah the weapons i mean come on bro you're gonna give me a slab of beef as a submachine gun i mean it's like y'all weren't even trying well (laughs) and and i'm trying to think is like i just don't know what aesthetic they were going for with some of this stuff because it looks kind of like death metal-ish a little bit but i'm just like i don't know like i'm like mm, i don't know I, I don't know when i'm when i when i think of metal i think of chainsaws and and 
over kind of sort of like what Gears of War weaponry looks like. That that's when I yeah. when I think of that. Okay. I'm not expecting I'm not expecting Destiny level weapon design because when Destiny when Bungie's on their game for weapon design, they they really are on their game. And Destiny has some of the best looking weapons and gear in any type in any game like this that I've ever played personally, but some of this stuff looks like they just were not even trying. And yeah, yeah. I mean, you're gonna give a you give you give a shotgun dreadlocks. You give a <laughs> you give a, a submachine gun, a side of beef filter. I don't know. I, I would like to see them in the future expansion to put a little bit more emphasis, or at least change the theme of their design track. Yeah. This game. That that's really my only complaint. Yeah, and I think I think you're completely valid valid in that. There, there's just no there's just no elegance to it, you know. And I think and again, I think I think they they went they, they veered a little too far into this post-apocalyptic, you know. I I don't know. It's just that's the one thing and so I find myself I find myself uh changing my weapons to to a much cleaner uh sleeker kind of kind of look and so the best thing that they did was implement that that transmog to make your stuff look the way you want to look and and absolutely and i i think that was just like they were listening to to the player base and that's why i think that this game in the studio is going to is going to go places i really hope that you know they're able to 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 really be able to show and and grow from from this experience um because at, at its core this is a really a really good game and and I really hope that more people uh take the time to to try it out yeah. i re- I really loved it i really i really loved it so you know, I hate to say it, but I think People Could Fly uh, succeeded where Bioware and Anthem <laughs> didn't. And uh, even though they're two separate games, I mean, it's uh, sad to see that, uh, you know, that there was such a good possibility. Because it, it's kind of in the same wheelhouse. What, what do you guys think as far as between this game and Anthem? I know it's two different things. but No, I no, it's all the same. And the yeah. reason why I say that is because you have a post-apocalyptic world, you know, you have, you know, weird situations going on. The planet is trying to kill you. I mean, it's, it's all, you know, game stuff. That's, it's all design and, and philosophy and storytelling that's been done before, but I do agree that it's been done better. I think, I think if we're going to compare them, I think the main thing that happened that that was wrong was I think that Anthem um i think that anthem you know tried to reinvent the wheel whereas um whereas um outriders tried to do the same thing a little bit with the whole you know you have to kill to heal which incentivized you know you killing you know the the people and, and working with your working with your uh skills in order to do that um whereas i think they were um anthem was just trying to rush to market with with something um unfortunately but 
we could talk about the differences and you know until we're blue in the face but with i think the one shining thing was was for outriders was it had just enough it had it had just enough stuff to make it uh stand out from the pack i think and it was that stuff that made it really kind of really kind of fun and i think being able to to change your loadout your um your skills on the fly was really great um it, it just it just gave players an amount of freedom that you don't see too often in in games you know there was i, I never felt like i was locked into any one play style um, you know unless unless i had built my um uh my my weaponry with my with my perks in order to uh in order to um to achieve a certain kind of uh, uh pluses or minuses to my um um to to my skills and i think that's where the game really kind of has this full circle that was really uh strong and really well emphasized it's i i just think the design of the game was was really was really thoughtful and they really understood what they wanted to do with with the game i mean we beat the game and i still have perks to find um uh, sorry i still have mods to find um and there's going to be a whole bunch of you know legendaries that i still need to find so so there's a good bit of of meat left to the game and i'm i'm pretty surprised by that because by the end of a game you usually get everything that you're gonna get um, and that's why it feels like this this sort of like pseudo monster hunter kind of kind of thing because we are still we have still yet to see um, what the rest of the game has with these expeditions, you know. And I, and I think I think that the game still has some surprises that that I wasn't like expecting. Like I totally expected once we once we beat the 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 ending that that it would be just these kind of like ancillary extra missions that you would just do just to do. But the missions actually, um, the missions actually make sense. Like there's a reason why we're doing them, and there's a reason why, you know, we're 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 kind of at this level because now we're in the quote unquote end game. And I think that's a re that's a really good design, you know, and and especially if you're trying to keep a game going. Um, so yeah, so we'll so we'll I can't speak for you guys, but I'm gonna play the, I'm gonna play it and see what the. Uh, what the expeditions is is really kind of pushed myself, you know, in my builds and and there's I've looked at some of the legendaries, and there's a whole bunch of legendaries that that do all kinds of different you know things depending on uh, your class and your build style. So there's just there's just a lot of different stuff that you can do in this in this game for for the end game. So I I'm really excited. And especially if, if if you could tell, like I've I've spoken a lot about this game right now, like so, I I hate to say it, I'm kind of gushing a little bit, but you know I really enjoyed this game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, for me, I'm even looking at builds right now. I'm looking to see that there's an Outriders app application on the web that you could kind of build your own um, builds if need be and mm -hmm. take a look at weapons and whatnot. And I'm, no, I'm kind of eager to see what we could do, how we could, uh, you know, enjoy this game further beyond the uh, campaign and see where it leads into the uh, DLC coming up. Yeah, now I'm 
I'm ready for the DLC. I have like no idea what to expect. I've kind of been held in the dark a little bit, you know. So I'm I'm ready. Like I'm ready, ready for it. Good deal. That's all for me for at least uh, my playlist this week. So, all right, what you been up to, Dis? Well, aside from the Outriders love, <laughs> I started playing Dying Light, uh, sort of to prepare me for uh, Dying Light 2. I don't know if I'm going to play it. Uh, I'm still getting used to the whole parkour stuff <laughs> of the game. Of uh, So uh, it's not bad. Um, I, I'm enjoying it, uh, what I'm playing. The parkour isn't as isn't as hardcore as I thought it was going to be, which is fantastic because I am not a parkour person. I'm whoa. Uh, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. I'm really like, okay, you know, the story's, the story's pretty good. Um, I really found myself getting, getting really, it's, I haven't found any of the, the runners, the running type zombies. I've, I'm only, I've only played, the um i've only fought the the kind of you know lock standard um zombies that are kind of like the slow you know moving ones so so i I haven't really fought any of the really more aggressive ones so but running around and jumping up on stuff is fun and i'm really enjoying uh the the crafting aspect of it and how you can build uh stronger weapons and whatnot so um first person uh it's not bad um it's not bad um i probably will play it a little bit longer and see what's see what's see what's going on with it the story is the story is kind of it's pretty good um it's it's your typical zombie fare um but being a sort of double agent you know trying to see what's going on and and I have, a, I guess there's multiple endings you could get depending on what you do. So hopefully I'll get a good ending and, you know, not blow up all of the island or something. I don't know, but <laughs> we'll see. But, uh, does, uh, does playing this game make you kind of eager to see what Dying Light 2 is about? Or it's more like you're going to kind of, you know, take this game in at first and kind of go from there? Take this in at first and then go from there, honestly. Um, I'm not that that deep in the lore yet to understand what's going on um i'm still a little i'm still a little weak i'm still learning some of the moves because i went up against some uh some actual other people um some other npcs and uh got kind of wrecked a little bit so i had to change my my style up um in order to kill them all, but I but I got through it, so I was like, okay, you know, because you're you're able to you know block certain moves, but I haven't kind of got there yet. So, um, so the skill tree is there's like three separate skills. Well, there's technically four separate skills, but there's three that you you level up by doing certain things. Like like you have one story, you have one one that's affected by the story. So those are their survival points. Then you have your agility points. So all the leaping and hopping and you know parkouring you're doing, the more cool shit you do like that, you're you're gonna level that up. So the game encourages you to be all kind of like super parkoury, which is kind of great because like just doing, you know, normal running around and playing the game gets you experience and then you have like your your fighting experience which is actually you know you whooping zombie ass or killing people 
um, so which is encourages you to actually go out and fight people. So um, it's a very interesting uh, way to to do it, and um, and it's been kind of fun. I, I think you you level up uh, at a, at a pretty decent rate, so you never feel like you are um, you never feel like you're 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 you know gimped or 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 anything like you feel like okay you know i i am i'm okay like i, I can actually take care of myself and not get completely molly womped so so it's a pretty good game um i'll i will probably you know play it for a while see what's happening um and well definitely something we could play multiplayer and so yeah I mean, you were saying that um it, i didn't realize it I, I didn't realize that it was multiplayer and there's like another thing that you can play where where people will can join you and do like a night hunt where someone else plays as the as the zombie or something yeah i had to turn that off i was like nope i don't want anyone coming in and messing with me and so i so i turned it off or made it friends only so if you want to you know, come in there and stalk me, you know, in the game. That'd be kind of funny, but hmm. I hmm. that off. So thanks, hmm. But no, nah, no, nah, I definitely come in and just learn the game. I, I kind of dabbled with it back in like 2015, I think. I, I was looking at my PlayStation profile. I think I had three trophies. <laughs> so I oh, did, did play it a little bit. And uh, I know uh listener of the show and listening right now, Gerald wanted to play this game. And so this kind of, uh was almost i wouldn't say the impetus but just something that you know it's like you know it's cheap it, there's a lot of content there tech land you know we talked last episode was supporting dying light one quite a bit and they're supporting dying light two quite a bit so it's just uh something to look at and something to play so it's 11.99 with a lot of dlc you your mind? cheap and I know that they have promised a next gen or I was next gen current gen patch for PS5 and Xbox Series S and X. I know it's already um, FPS boost on the Xbox. So if you want to play it there, uh, it does play a little bit better, but I don't think there's any cross play. So if you want to play with us, guess what? You have to play on PlayStation. So too bad. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, I think it's worth it. Um, again, I really. I've really been enjoying it. I don't know what's going to happen with it. I like. I, I just like being able to run around and find stuff, loot stuff. Like, like the, the, there is a there is a pretty good loot system. A loot system. The one thing that that kind of you know the one caveat or the one bad thing, quote unquote. I mean, it's technically not bad, but the one thing that I do sort of dislike is the button layout. Like the button layout is kind of weird, um, and how you jump on the R on the on the um, on the bumper, and because I, I keep wanting to press X, and you can't you can't change that up. So some of the some of the stuff I would like to change, you know, just swap out the the jump button and put it on X um, because it's just it's just awkward. So that's the one thing that kind of makes it makes it a little. Uh, makes playing the game a little awkward but you know i I will play it and see you know i'm getting used to it you know but at the same time it's kind of like this is weird so but uh but other than that uh that's all i've been playing uh kev what have you been playing buddy well the only games i've been playing this week outside of outriders of course has been my fan-made beat-em-up so i've been playing 
Legend of the Double Dragon a lot, as well as Final Fight LNS. One thing I found out about Double Dragon is there's this, I think it's made by the same group. I'm not sure. They have a game called Ultimate Double Dragon. Oh, Lord. And, and the graphic style has kind of changed up a bit. Uh, it seems that they put Chang Shinzon as one of the playable characters, if those of you that are familiar with uh, Fatal Fury. They at least have a guy in there that kind of looks like him, except he's in like he's in a a blue a blue martial arts outfit. He's kind of chunky. Maybe but his cousin. His, but his audio his audio sounds and cues are straight out of uh, <laughs> out of Jensen's on. Seriously, maybe maybe, maybe it's his cousin. You know. Yeah, and it. It looks just as as amazing as Legend, so I'm gonna have to scoop that up. <laughs> probably try and drop, probably download it over the weekend. You should, but you should the, contact these people and tell them, you know, and really, because they might they might give you um, a little bit of a, a a little bit of backstory. Because if these people are just doing it for fun, you know, any kind of publicity is probably good for them. So you might mm. want to think about contacting them and being like, "Hey, I really love your game," you know you know, can we talk, can we talk to you about it? Because mm. these are fan folks, you know, they're probably going to love talking to people who were, who love the game just as much as they do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've actually thought about that. The final fight LNS crew, it, it's going to be a language barrier because they're out of Mexico. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Yeah. The, I don't know about, uh, the group that does, uh, legend of double dragon. Uh, but I'll I'll look into that. I'll I'll definitely look into that. But uh, the the one that I, I got to the the one thing I found out about Legend is that they put actual Killer Instinct moves into mm. the game, and Killer Instinct and me have never gotten along well. And it's like I've tried to I've I've tried to do those moves, and and it's just uh it's just it's crazy. But they put in they put in Jaggy's Killer Instinct Super, and I think they put in Fulgore's Killer Instinct Super, and you'd basically do them the same way you you would do them in the Killer Instinct games. Uh, the only difference is that you execute them by doing a 360 motion on the digital pad once your uh, meter is filled, and that will send and you can fill that meter anytime you want just by simply switching styles. We'll we'll fill that meter up and you can go and do the killer killer instinct super. Not only that, but there are killer instinct super combination moves that you can do with another player, which is mm. which is insane. Like you one person will start the the combo and then the other person has to finish it off, and the other person uh, continues it until the the finisher, the 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 two player finisher is executed. I've seen those on YouTube, and those are ridiculous. Those are absolutely ridiculous. So that there are killer instinct moves that you can pull off with a second player. Wow. <laughs> so this game is so much fun. And of course, Final Fight LNS. I've been playing a little bit of that. Uh, still going through my playthrough with Fei Long 
And uh, I think I'm near the end of the game. And once I complete that, then I'll see who I open up once that finishes up. But LNS, it, it's funny because both of these games have the uh, Killer Instinct combo announcer in them. <laughs> so... <laughs> So is when she Soldier combo. Yeah, yeah. It, That's it's awesome. Great. It's great. It, and Legend of the Double when you pull off the the ultras, it goes into that uh I don't know for those who've ever played, when you go into the move, there's like this this rhythmic as you hit, there's like this impact like uh uh what would you what kind of music would you say that I like guess it would be like like techno. Huh. Yeah, techno, techno huh? yeah, it's like this techno beat kind of as you punch people in the face, you get this techno beat that matches every impact that you that you hit and it, it's just it's just really dope. If if you're into if you're a beat 'em up if you're a beat 'em up guy like I am, it, both of these games are just absolutely fantastic. It, it it's a shame that for those who don't game on PC, that they'll that projects like these will probably never come to a console because I'm sure the the licensing would be an absolute nightmare. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> not even worth the worth the effort. Yeah, but uh, man, well, I've been having a crap ton of fun of both these games, and and and, and it's weird because I really I've been wanting to go back and and mess with go back and mess with my fighting games but i every time i i think about doing that i keep going back to to these two fan-made titles but i had some i think this weekend i'm just going to uh for my single player stuff i'm just going to go back and grab my hitbox and and actually get back in because i really want to do that it's just like i just don't i just don't have enough to, to time in a week but that's what i've been up to this past week so that said we're going to move on to our next topic on the docket which is going to be the main event all right Diz, you got the mic bro all righty so um for our main event uh we asked the question uh what are the main games in your backlog that you were going to play and beat in 2022 let us know your titles and what you want to play, and we'll talk about them on our next show. Well, it's the next show, and I know that if you, from our last show, I really got into this sort of like backlog um, rant, I guess you'd call it. But I'm really, I'm really sitting there, and I'm really thinking about doing, um, doing uh, uh, a backlog kind of. Uh, Joe went on, and he put his. There's this this um, uh, website where you can put your backlog and he had like 135 games and or something some crazy shit like that and people were like what and so so not that he's ever going to be able to get through that you know in his lifetime or my lifetime but you know here's hoping fingers crossed but uh we're really thinking about you know challenging ourselves and trying to beat as many games as possible and then we put it out there to to our listeners uh on our uh listeners and if you go to our discord we have a section where you can post you know your your games and what you've beaten beat you know and we can what we've been doing is taking pictures of the credits you know and posting them and saying like we're rolling credits and maybe at the end of the year uh we'll give something you know 
um, or, or or reward someone who goes through and does the most uh, and beats the most games in 2022. Uh, we're still thinking about it, uh, but if you want to be a part of it, you know, go to our Discord. At the end of the show, Kevin will tell you how to do that and uh, tell us what um, what games you 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 beat this year. I, I think it'd be really kind of cool to be able to do that. Uh, so uh, Will D on Discord says backlog. And he has a C- I love it. He has it based on platforms. So he has PC, Endless Space 2, G.I. Joe, Marvel's Avengers, Portal 2, I know, I know, <laughs> Zone of the Enders, Rebel Galaxy Outlaw, similar to Wing Commander. Yes, I played it. Uh, Metal Unit, uh, Battletech, Mech Warrior 5, The Outer Worlds, Star Wars Squadrons. And PS5, uh, Days Gone, God of War, The Last of Us 2, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and for the Switch, Metroid. Um, yeah, all, all you know, uh, pretty good games. And it looks like you have your work cut out for you, my friend. So uh, my fingers are crossed that you spend a lot of, you know, nights doing that. And good luck to you. <laughs> Well, that uh, Marvel's who, Avengers, you maybe want to eliminate that out of the list. No, don't do that. Let 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 him let him do what he wants to do. <laughs> uh, we all have our we all have our our feelings. Personal opinions, yes, games. I know. Yeah. So, uh, Crucial Chase on Discord says, "I want to finish uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, God of War, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Life is Strange: True Colors, among others." Actually, if this was a contest, a good way to score or grade games compete, uh, completed is one point for each hour it takes to complete the game via how long to beat. Uh, that's a website. So uh, short games still count, but not as much as, as something like Persona 5. But that's up to y'all. That's a really good idea, uh, Chase. And so we're, we're, we actually were, are thinking about that as as well. And so what people would do is go through and just kind of submit um, their, the, the games that they beat, you know, and, and of course they would be on the honor system. We would hope that people wouldn't be, you know, bad, bad people just to, you know, win something. And this would be, you know, open and honest. And so that was one thing we were thinking about doing uh, because I think any, any time you're able to beat a game is fantastic because a lot of these games, no matter if it's one hour or 130 hours you spend time you know and effort playing that and i think that all of it should count so so yeah i think that's a really good idea and uh we'll definitely talk about that so joe what are some games in your backlog that you would like to be uh well for me at least i've been kind of dabbling with and i want to kind of push through there's there's a few games i've talked a bit on the show uh dragon quest 11 i'm still playing even though I haven't picked it up in like about two to three weeks. Um, Titan Quest, I'm still, you know, playing that game. And I did buy the DLC Atlantis and Ragnarok. And so even though I know Grim Dawn is like, you know, a, such a luscious and ripe fruit in that genre that... <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> it's a point, you know, that I do still want to play Titan Quest a little bit. And uh, as far I want to pull out my ps3 too uh, i think i alluded to on this uh, show that i've never played the original infamous game so i've only played infamous second son the first and one is fantastic yeah i have not played one and in fact i've seen some footage on one using the ps3 emulator on pc and so 
I do have original hardware here. I do have the original disc, so I could probably bust it up. I have a plasma TV that I hardly use that's in my game room that I need to fire up since I moved. And I've moved for like, what, it's going to be four years as of the summer coming up. And so I need to make sure that TV works and see if maybe I can get a little infamous in on there um horizon zero dawn is on my list too because it's like i know uh forbidden west is coming out next month and i have not even dabbled much less did much in horizon the original or forbidden wilds and so i actually made an effort and i went ahead and i canceled my pre-order for forbidden west because there's no sense in me purchasing it you know next month even with a steelbook if um i want to be able to play uh, horizon zero dawn and kind of enjoy that before uh i'm gonna i'm gonna buy horizon forbidden west but i'm gonna wait until i'm actually ready to play it god forbid so um another game in my backlog uh that i've kind of looked off and on in fact uh i've kind of been wanting to play this for years and i just haven't taken the time to do so is xenoblade chronicles x and I know that's a big reach, but that is a game on the Wii U, and uh, I know that the servers are still up, and uh, I just want to be able to play that game and enjoy that game because it's kind of, that game's kind of separate from Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition and Xenoblade Chronicles Two, both on the Switch, is that it had a more open world type feel and uh, you know, involving mechs too, and I always thought that game. I was super excited. I was like stoked for the game, and it came out, and I didn't play it. So, <laughs> <laughs> refrain of my life. Yakuza Zero is another game I've delved, dived, and dabbled in, and I definitely want to dedicate more time to play that. Want to maybe grab a random 3DS RPG from my backlog and, and give my 3DS a whirl, like I was talking about last episode. Um, I want to give my Switch some love, so I've never played or completed Super Mario Odyssey. I think I owe myself to play that. <laughs> and last but not least, um, there's been a Steam game uh, that I've been dabbling with on and off for years called Legend of Heroes Trails in the Sky. And so I've been really meaning to get into that series. It's like a uh, turn-based RPG series from uh, Nihon Falcom. And, uh, you know, obviously people love the uh, Trails of Cold Steel series that's on other platforms and so i definitely want to dig into that and this is if and when i get my steam deck that might be something to uh, stir the pot on that but i'm planning on getting a pc hooked up to my living room tv so i could have easier access to my uh, pc backlog without you know sitting in the same place i work at which is my common refrain so so that you know these are all it's a lot. I probably have enough here to play for at least a couple of months, and you know, or longer, or longer. <laughs> so, but that, those are my aspirations. Kevin mentions two fighting games. It's like I want to get back into fighting games. So, I know I have a prayer for King of Fighters 15 coming up, but I'm open to whatever is clever too. So, cool. So uh, John VT on Discord says, uh, my backlog for this year, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. I paused in this to replay Control on PS5, but almost done. Uh, two, Ghost of Tsushima. And three, Last of Us 2, all solid picks. Uh, as much as I want Horizon Forbidden West, I'll likely wait on that. Um, the only day one game I'll add to my list is the Monster Hunter Rise expansion, as I assume people will be playing uh yeah 
you're definitely right. And I'm glad to see that other people are kind of taking their, their time with Horizon Forbidden West because that game is going to be around for a long time and they're probably going to be supporting it. So so I definitely understand why why y'all are going to wait. Uh, though I don't think Kevin will wait. Is that right, Kev? What are you going to... No, what, what's, what, what's in your backlog, buddy? That's, that, that's day one. Everything else is going to take a backseat to Forbidden West. Yeah. So what's on, so what's in your backlog? So my backlog is uh, kind of similar to what's already been mentioned. Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, it's a damn shame I have not finished or even played, started to play that game. Uh, that one is in my backlog. Another one is going to be in my backlog is Chorus, the uh, arcade space shooter that came out, uh, I guess, what, late last year. I've heard good things about it. I've played it a little bit, but I'm still in the tutorial area. And what I'll probably just go ahead and do is just start the game fresh because there's some story exposition that uh, I don't even remember. (laughs) I don't even remember. So I'll probably just start that game over. But I do want to, I do want to give uh, Chorus a playthrough. And... I think the last, oh yeah, uh, the other game that I want to play and complete, I've actually started, I'm about midway through it, is um, No More Heroes 3 on the Switch. And that that's a, that's a great game. It's very over the top, just like the prior two. And I've it, it's had some uh, dips and changes in the story. <laughs> it's actually been really neat how they kind of break the trajectory of the of in your progress in the game i won't tell you how they do that because that would kind of be spoilerific but no more heroes 3 is absolutely fantastic and of course as i mentioned before kind of dipping back into my fighting games and uh utilizing the uh, fantastic hitbox controller that i purchased uh last year as well so that's kind of on my backlog agenda wow well all right uh gerald on discord says games i want to finish on my backlog are as follows god of war spider-man spider-man miles morales red dead redemption and the last of us part two um again all solid picks um and then we have this guy named Jabroni Chief, uh, first time listener, I guess, but just kidding. <laughs> so for me, uh, I'm going to uh, beat Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm going to beat Spider-Man again. I beat it a couple years ago uh, and I'm going to play it again because I never beat the, uh, the DLC and I'm going to beat Miles Morales. I'm also going to go back and beat uh, Strange Brigade. I gypped Joe and Kev on that because we got to the last level and I dropped it. So I kind of blame myself for that. So so I'm owning up to it and I want to go back and I want to beat that uh, that bad boy. I think that would be really fun to beat. I'm thinking about beating uh, Days Gone as I'm playing it right now, but I'm not sure um, as Dying Light might be edging it out for my time. Um, and, uh, I, oh, I'm going to beat, um, so for my switch, I'm going to try to beat, and I say try because these games are kind of long. It's going to be Octopath Traveler and Bravely Default 2. I beat the first, or I got close to beating the first Bravely Default, 
but uh, I just could get into the um, that 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 final boss was just like ugh, and so so I just dropped it. And then, um, but I guess they're not they're not uh, you don't need to have played any of the other ones, so it's a separate story. Um, but those those RPGs are kind of long. But I figure if I give I give it a couple hours um, at the end of the night when I'm like laying on the couch or something, you know, that might be good. So, but for me. Uh, those are the ones that I'm going to play right now. I think I'm going to start with a relatively small list. That way, if I don't do anything, or if I, or if I mess up, or 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 I just something happens, then I'm not going to be completely like, you know, why did I beat this game? So, so we'll see. But but definitely, uh, let us know um, if if you didn't, you know, participate in this one. Definitely post in your uh, definitely post them in our on our discord and let us know what games that you're currently beating and please share your credits with us we'd love you know to to big up our listeners for uh for the games that they're beating because you know we we play these games you know and even even if you don't you, you get to a point where you're not playing anymore that's good too because any time spent playing games is is good time spent in my opinion so I'm gonna uh, add Guardians of the Galaxy to my list too because I think I, I think you like it. That I had it. Yeah, I think you like it. Um, I I want to get back to it because the story the story looks great. So, um, alrighty. So uh, we have uh, we have a new question for you as always, and this one comes from our good friend, uh, the Jabroni Chief. Uh, has a question for all of you listeners. Uh, he says, uh, what games do you want to see with Microsoft's purchase of Activision slash Blizzard? Now, you, you know we're going to talk about this in the um, uh, in the news section. Um, so we wanted to basically tie it to uh, to our question because I do know that, you know, some people have a, a lot of different thoughts about this and we're definitely going to share our thoughts about it. But But again, we wanted to know. What games do you want to see uh, with Microsoft's purchase of Activision slash Blizzard? Let us know what you feel about the future of Xbox and Games Pass, and we'll discuss it on the next episode. So yeah, what do you like? What are your thoughts about it, and uh, what games do you want to see um, from it? Um, and I think this is, I think this is going to be a pretty good discussion. So. So uh, yeah, thank you to everyone who took the time to to participate in this. Um, good luck on your backlogs. We all need it. You know, pray for us. And uh, and yeah, so uh, that's it from me. And I'm gonna kick it on back over to Kev. All right. Well, our next topic on the docket is going to be the news. All right, Trader Joe, you're on deck. All right. Uh, as you well know, as everyone knows and everyone has talked about, and we'll talk about it as well, hopefully we have a fresh take on this, is that Microsoft announced on Monday that they're buying, or was it Tuesday? It was Tuesday, yeah. That At some buying, point last week. <laughs> yes. They're buying Call of Duty and World of Warcraft maker Activision Blizzard in a... Um, the industry shaking deal for 68.7 billion dollars billion dollars so with the b uh, yes uh the deal which is going to be approved uh by 2023 was confirmed by microsoft in the blog post from phil spencer now ceo of xbox gaming uh, he got he got an upgrade on there so good for uh, him 
Yeah, so Microsoft will now own everything under Activision's umbrella, which includes such games that we don't talk about on the show, like Call of Duty, Spyro, Guitar Hero, Crash Bandicoot, and Tony Hawk, World of Warcraft, Diablo, Overwatch, Hearthstone, and Starcraft from Blizzard, as well as Candy Crush, that game your grandma likes to play obsessively. So and, I really hope uh, he didn't hurt anybody when he backed up that Brinks truck. <laughs> hope not. And they're going to be taking over all the studios. So that means Activision Blizzard, Beanox, Demonware, Digital Legends, High Moon Studios, Affinity Ward, King Radical Entertainment, which I didn't even know was still around. That's the developers of Prototype, uh, Raven Software, uh, Sledgehammer Games, Toys for Bob, and Treyarch. So it's about 10,000 employees in all that mix <laughs> on there. So. And so there's a lot of wrinkles we haven't really talked about on the show because I think, um, you know, on the other show I'm involved with, GH Radio, uh, we kind of go into that minutia and, you know, the whole thing about the Activision Blizzard and the uh, um, sexual harassment scandals within the company itself. You know, obviously it was the impetus for uh, Bobby Kodak, the uh, controversial CEO of Activision to look for uh, someone to sell to or try to make right on this big nosedive that the company has been going through as of late. And so they were actually, according to reporting uh, done on this, was looking for a buyer. They went to Facebook and were told, yeah, uh, to, from Facebook. And so uh, in fact, there's some bemusing stories out there saying that Bobby Kodak actually wanted to buy uh, either Kotaku or PC Gamer so that he could steer the negative press about Activision back <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and and get people to you know write positive about the company again. I so. can believe that. <laughs> I can believe that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of... I hate to say it, but Bobby Kodak almost almost seems like he should be Italian. He's like operates like a mob boss for God's sake. So, but mm. but you know, of course, we got to see Xbox. You know, drop the the H bomb on everyone and uh, you know send out that Xbox Wire article. Sent out a picture of the gaming leadership team the same day that shows Phil as the head CEO with all the. Uh, pronouns uh, listed for each of the executives a lot of women listed in the executive uh, chain of gaming leadership on there and uh, you know this has just been a big deal everyone's been talking about it so we figure we kind of add on here and so we got some points to kind of cover but what you go overall my over impressions like wow what the hell happened kind of situation with this so you know, granted, a lot of the franchises that are noted with these companies, I, I think I'm more of a Blizzard fan than an Activision fan, the God's honest truth. I mean, Activision meant a lot more to me during the Atari 2600 era than it does now, but I know that there's a lot of uh, great games in the, under the Blizzard side of the fence on there and i know that there's a lot of developers too that are probably looking to get out of just making call of duty each and every year so uh, what's your overall first impressions of this news i'll go to des first um well uh we we've been talking about this for a very long time that they needed uh microsoft needed to go out there and make big make big moves um and phil came through uh, he came through so uh it's great 
to be a it's great to be a a Microsoft fan or, or uh, right now. Um, and I think this is a good a good for 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 gaming um, right now. I, I think it's I think it's too early to tell what's going to happen, though we have I think we have some idea what to expect um with this acquisition uh but again uh phil you know the consummate showman had to uh come out here and and save activision um and and help it get uh out of the 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 dumps and show it'll have better leadership because according to the industry phil is just you know gaming savior he is he is gaming jesus so yeah uh good good for good on uh microsoft you know i'm i am console agnostic so i will benefit uh i'll benefit either way um i i think this is a flex on my uh, on microsoft's behalf because they are showing like hey this is this is who we are. This is what we can do. This is and this is what we're going to be bringing to the table. However, uh, what they have brought to the table so far has been sort of been sort of caca, uh, if we're going to be completely honest. Um, so we were talking about this uh, a couple days ago because, again, like I said, we we usually the three of us usually talk every day. We play. Uh, games every day uh, for the most part and so we have these conversations and one of the conversations or or things that I brought up was that um, if you can't create you buy people who can create or you invest in companies that can and I don't think that Microsoft has created anything very you know awesome or groundbreaking in a, in a long time so this acquisition uh seems like a no-brainer because you can purchase studios and you can purchase big you know big flashy uh make big pat flashy uh purchases and then have them kind of uh, create these games and i really believe that the reason why they are doing this is because one uh, and this is going to sound harsh, but I don't think it is. They are uh, a, a bit creatively uh, broke right now. So uh, and that's by that by them. I mean, Microsoft and, and they are looking to fill uh, Game Pass because I really believe that Phil wants Game Pass to be the future of gaming. He really he's really seeing how netflix is and how disney plus is and he wants uh microsoft to be poised to be that those those for um for gaming and for streaming so that way when you think about games or you think about streaming games you think about microsoft just like when you think about streaming movies you think about netflix and and by doing this he he he's trying to uh increase the value of the the games pass brand because all of these ips now are going to be are going to be day one most likely on uh games pass and and that creates a lot of exclusivity and i think people who who do not you know who are not 
console agnostic like we are, um, are going to lose out because this whole fear of of it becoming um, uh, becoming uh, exclusive exclusive is coming, and and we're going to see a second wave of of games that will be exclusive to the platform, which I think, and this is going to sound horrible, I think it's great because you need to have value. Uh, for your system or some reason to buy um, some reason to buy uh, the system, you know, and, and I think that's, that's what he's trying to do. And I think it's good for Xbox. So uh, that's my thoughts on this situation. Again, yeah. uh, this is still developing. So uh, yeah, that, that's my thought. Um, you're, I'm just to piggyback off your thought. Yeah. Now Microsoft, basically Microsoft game studios proper, has been like uh, creative, creatively for the most part inept <laughs> since the wow. end of the Xbox 360 era when they're all into the Kinect and you know when they bought Rare and just proceeded to I think Kev said last night throw them to make you know shoes for the Xbox Avatar program you know <laughs> so it's like and you saw how they fumbled and bumbled with Gears. You saw how they fumbled and bumbled with Halo. Um, they couldn't get Crackdown 3 right. Uh, they were struggling to create games during the Xbox One era. You know, so it's going to take some outside infusion, uh, you know, with the purchase of Bethesda and now with uh, Activision Blizzard uh, to actually get you know, creative juices flowing, quote unquote, because unfortunately, I think with Xbox Game Studios proper, I think uh, the game creation in of itself by itself should be kind of a little bit more less, you know, analyzed and, uh, you know, scrutinized, test marketed to death and just, you know, just kind of let let the games go. I mean, we're mentioning last night, you know, what happened with Rare and, um, you know, that they should have been cranking out some, you know, games. And now they're on Sea of Thieves and you saw how the relaunch Battletoads went. And, uh, you know, it's just uh, I'm, I'm hopeful that this will all come and turn in a couple have a couple more news stories to kind of talk about that but kev what's your overall impressions of this initial news of the merger or purchase of uh, activision blizzard um yeah this you know, i'm well for for the record i'm not platform agnostic i have all three but i prefer playstation and nintendo uh considerably more than than xbox but that said I think this is an example of what uh, Steve Jobs was talking about. Microsoft can't create. They have to buy. Pure and simple. The This acquisition, and, and it's weird. It's I've, I've listened to a, some, some other people talking about this. And the thing that I could not get through and, and figure it out was, why are you buying a a a publisher whose games are coming to your platform anyway it seems to me that this 70 billion could have been better spent approaching activision or whomever for that matter and saying hey we want this game to be exclusive to our platform 
or we want this aspect of this game to be exclusive to our platform. Instead of spending $70 billion to just acquire the publisher, that's not including the salaries, the, the medical care, the all the other minutia that goes on with hiring a new employee, and we're talking well, a little uh, somewhere a little north of ten thousand with this acquisition. Correct. This seventy billion isn't even that's not this seventy billion isn't even involving that number. This is just getting the company. And I think this is just an example of how Microsoft feels that they can feels that this is their only way to make it in gaming. They instead of nurturing studios, nurturing relationships that they've had, and people will say, well, Sony bought Naughty Dog. I say, yeah, they bought Naughty Dog, but there was an established relationship. They invested in them, and Naughty Dog of 1999 is different than Naughty Dog 2022 because of the investment, nurturing, and the the business partnership that was established you could say this you say the same thing with sucker punch you say the same thing with insomniac this is just we need to make game pass viable because the with and here and here's a, here's the other weird thing about this is that is they they're talking about being the Netflix of gaming. Netflix is hemorrhaging money right now. They're hemorrhaging money. There's they they have a lot of subscribers and they're building subscribers, but they're still losing more money than they're bringing in because it's going this is going to take a long 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 time for them to start seeing a to seeing a a profit on this. And you can say, well, it's it's Microsoft has all has you know more money than God, quote unquote, <laughs> so they can they can afford to do that. Well, yeah, but I mean, how much, how much, how much are you, how, how much are you willing to go through with this? You know, the the only thing that that I can think of, at least of right now, is that the bigger picture is probably the mobile, and I I had no idea that that Activision was over Candy Crush. And the last stat that I saw on Candy Crush was when this merger took place, I was reading an article that said Candy Crush generates somewhere around $2 million a day in in sales, in, in, in microtransactions. So if you're, when Phil talked about reaching 3 billion gamers, that's a great way to do it getting getting the one of the biggest mobile games out there and getting it exclusive to your platform i don't know how that's going to work if you're going to get people to uh get on a game pass and maybe give them a full featured version of games like candy crush where they're not having to pay just to continue playing (laughs) from what i understand uh but i don't know that that it it's just it's just very it's just very weird that that these games were coming and uh, talking about on the on the console side call of duty was coming to xbox anyway uh 
whatever game that that is under the Activision umbrella is was coming to the Xbox platform anyway. And it's just I just don't understand this grandiose investment instead of again building partnerships with studios building part building working relationships hey we've we've done this project together that project together i don't know if maybe they know how to do that i mean case in point um the the platinum's the platinum games partnership or uh Scale bound. Scale bound yeah. that they were trying to do. I don't know if Microsoft knows how to work with studios outside of just outright buying them and just saying, okay, now you're gonna do what you're gonna do what we what we say. I think about the relationship that they had with Bungie and the fact that they could have had destiny exclusive to their platform but they wanted them to force them to continue to make halo so they bought their freedom papers and went on to bigger and better things i mean they did go into activision which was probably <laughs> probably another mistake but, but could you imagine out- if they bought it if they bought them like if, if if could you imagine if if bungie stayed with activision and then got got bought by Microsoft? oh man <laughs> It's like you're going from Full one circle. slave master to another. Full circle. <laughs> that would have been that would have been crazy. Yeah. Which makes me think that maybe folks knew that that something was going. I mean, I don't think they did because that was a couple years ago. Yeah. But I always like I'm always thinking about the angles. You know, mm. I'm always thinking about the angles. So, but but I agree with you. You know, this and this is weird. Um, it's going to be interesting. To see, I mean, I, we'll get into that further on in the news, but just and just so we can move on, I'll just say I don't I don't fully understand the reason behind this. I, I'm not that deep into the business side of gaming to put out a what I would consider a a uh, a a. a, 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 a like a theory of a like a- theory of what the end game is other than you know i mean they'll say oh well we don't want we didn't want 10 cent to to buy it uh, 10 cent doesn't make a pl- doesn't make a console 10 cent doesn't have an operating system on computers if 10 cent bought activision those same games are still going to be coming we're still going to be coming to Xbox and PC and Switch and PlayStation and you know your 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 KitchenAid toaster it, it wouldn't have mattered it it no. would not have mattered i don't the only thing that i think the only thing that makes sense in my mind is the mobile footprint that that Activision Blizzard has and they just said, well, we'll just buy the whole kit and caboodle instead of just allowing it's just getting the piecemeal. Really, if you think about it, the smarter move would have just been to let uh, Activision Blizzard just crumble and just come in and buy the parts that you want. You just saved a hell of a lot more money. You wouldn't have had to bring on all these addition, extra additional employees. And if you just would have wanted, what, what, who makes uh, Candy Crush? Is it King? 
It's King, yeah. King. If you if you wanted King, you could just you could have just piecemealed King and got that and slapped them as and put them as part of your mobile outreach for Game Pass. You know, I, I don't know. You know, this is this is this acquisition and, and all this stuff is all all above uh my pay grade as far as following the industry, the the the, the money aspect of it. But it, it it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. And, and and the the funky thing about it, the funky thing about it is that Bobby Kotek, the slime ball that he is, just got his biggest payday of his career from this. Oh yeah. That he, he whether he knew about the the shenanigans going on or not, it's not even the issue. If he knew about it, and did nothing, he gets rewarded for doing nothing about it. That's the that's the cold hearted that's the cold hearted thing about this. And people think looking at Phil as being the white knight. Yeah, we're going to get unions. Yeah, they're going to do. This. It feels like well, I've never worked with unions before. It's like, bro, this ain't rocket science. <laughs> you know, you can. He's. It's about. It's about business and giving those investors an out. And by and by association, Bobby Kotick gets to write his own check for his golden parachute and say, peace out. I I was the, the scumbag of the industry <laughs> and I just got paid. I just I just made the biggest payday of my entire career. And at the end of the day, nobody learns anything we learn that bad business practices treating people like shit you get rewarded hundreds of millions of dollars that's what we're going to learn when all this when all this gets ironed out so yeah yeah and there's some comments too from activision staff about the news and so um there was an initiative after all the hubbub went down with activision about forming a union within activision so there's a abk workers alliance a group of employees pushing for workplace reform uh, they said that the merger acquisition was surprising but did not change the goals of their alliance on there, um, uh, there was some shade thrown at Bobby Kotick, of course, because he went out and did an interview with GamesBeat and basically said that, explained his motive to selling the company to Microsoft was because of the delay of Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4. <laughs> Mm. Having a principal effect on declining stock prices it had nothing to do nothing with the sexist, the sexual harassment uh, uh, hubbub having happening within uh, Activision. So that's that's his uh, stated interviewed statement as to yeah. why he was selling. It's because Overwatch say, 2 and Diablo 4 is taking too long. Like he's yeah. throwing Blizzard under the bus. You know, now, so. now, can I ask a question? Can I ask a question? Of course. You've got you have just thrown seventy billion dollars at Activision, correct? Yeah. When this when this transaction was agreed upon, why in the hell is Bobby Kotick still there? Now people can say, well, there has to be a transition period, and somebody Bobby Kotick has just been sitting in that chair, letting 
letting his company burn down to the freaking ground, letting his shareholders lose money hand over fist. I mean, you've got uh, who's 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 that dude? Mikey Barra is over there. Mikey Barra is the president of uh, Blizzard. Of yeah. Blizzard, he's the president of Blizzard. If you just need a uh, if you just need a warm body to sit in a chair, why don't you just say, okay, th- this is how we're going. This is how it's going to go, Bobby. Uh, we've gone to the the shareholders. They agree. You got to go. You know, you like right now, and we're putting our guy in there, and he's just going to fill things out until we figure out how who's going to take that, who's going to who's going to fill that spot. I I don't understand why this if, if if Microsoft wants to be seen as this white knight of the industry, why that just didn't happen. Yeah. I've course, seen uh, that happen. I've seen, I've seen that happen in much smaller comp- corporations that I have worked worked for. Much what? smaller, much smaller. They were bought out, and the dude we got the, the the buyout happened on, or we were told about the buyout on Monday, and on Tuesday the dude that was sitting at in, in the CEO's chair was gone. Probably because it's some, it's more money involved, you know. Yeah, in, there's a. Part of his contract that he's supposed to get like this big ass amount of because if he's let go or fired See. from his position, so like considerable well, you, more. Okay, money. you cash him out. You cash him out. Okay, fine. Cash yeah. him out. Why are you having him sit there for another year and a half, still drawing his salary, mind you? So he, he's he's going to be getting even more money beyond his his seven maybe that was part of the package. maybe that was part of the part of it you know yeah i don't know i don't know I, I just i just think that that this whole you know phil is the white knight of of gaming is just i think this is probably if we actually knew the minutiae of it we and some of the things that he said just post this deal being announced shows that he, he's just another businessman Oh yeah, no oh, better, yeah. no no better, no less, no no, no better, no worse. Yeah. No, it's just it's just you know people prop him up on a pedestal because because of he's so um, he, he's so about the gamers, he's so about you know this and that. But but yeah, he's about the he's about the bottom line. Yeah, he's about That's them dollars. Yeah, yeah. he's not he's that. not CEO for a reason, you know. So yeah, I mean he 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 is. Yeah, because he has that smile, he has that chiseled jaw, and 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 he can basically he he he, he puts people at ease. So people are like, yeah, Phil, Phil's gonna take care of it. Phil, it's it's it it, it looks better for Microsoft. You know, I, I think that's really what it comes down to is Microsoft needed a win, and he he basically gave them the win that that they needed, and now he's gonna bring order. To the chaos. <laughs> oh, so yeah. he's he's Palpatine. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, think about it. Like he's gonna bring order to the craziness that was Activision, you know. And as you see, like, and and they released. See, they released that 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 flow chart, you know, uh, of of all of the the business for a reason. They wanted yeah. to show good faith to their 
to their people saying that, look, Phil is in charge. You have nothing to worry about. Phil mm-hmm. is in charge of everything. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we are good. Phil's yeah. got this. I would suggest people do a Google search of sexual harassment charges against Microsoft and see what comes up. <laughs> Shh, we ain't talking about that, Kev. <laughs> Uh, you better hush up. I, I need to get my armchair, my, my gaming chair. You better hush. Now, other other sentiments heard from Activision Blizzard employees about it. They were optimistic towards man about management changes in the positive culture at several Xbox-owned studios. See, they're uh, furious towards Microsoft for be- giving Bobby Kotick a big payday and a soft exit. Well, <laughs> and uh, they're determined. To... When you when you're juggling seventy billion dollars, you could have you could have something could have happened. Something could have oh, happened. Most definitely could happen. Nah, nah. They're, they're all good friends. He, y'all see y'all forget they are all really good friends too. You know, yeah. Bobby and Phil hang out. You, yeah. you know, you know, you know when all that shit happened. Bobby said, damn, or Phil said, damn, Bobby, you got caught? All right, hold up. Let me see what I could do. Calm yeah. down. Yeah. Let me see what I could do. Mm-hmm. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on now. Okay. Now, the next burning question has to do with the future of Call of Duty, you know, our favorite mm-hmm. game and shooter. But in the um, aftermath of everything that happened, a lot of people started questioning, like, what's going to happen with Call of Duty? Is it going to be a platform exclusive? And so um, basically Microsoft's initial statement said that uh, Activision Blizzard games are enjoyed on a variety of platforms, and we plan to continue to support those communities moving forward. And then Phil Spencer came out to say, I'll just say to our players out there playing Activision Blizzard games on Sony's platform, it's not our intent to pull communities away from that platform, and we <laughs> remain committed to that. Um, and then he had another statement um, after, he, I guess, he had calls with PlayStation and was talking with Sony PlayStation and said, we had good calls this week with leaders at Sony. Mm-hmm. I confirmed our intent to honor all existing agreements upon the acquisition of Activision Blizzard and our desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. He commented, Sony is an important part of our industry and we value our relationship. So that's what he stated. That's all that means is all that means is that we got contracts. Yep. And if you renege on these contracts, we's going to sue. And they were yep. like, uh, that's fine. We, we <laughs> make money off it anyway. So yeah. it's all and good. And it, so- it, 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 it ain't no skin off our nose. Fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, basically, um, you know, as we've seen with the Bethesda acquisition, that it's going to be made on a title-by-title basis with some games remaining available on PlayStation and also on Switch, while others could be Xbox exclusives. Sony made a small statement as well, uh, and they stated, we expect that Microsoft will abide by contractual agreements and continue to ensure Activision games are multi-platform. So that's what their statement is. Sony stock went down because of these stock, you know, uh, you know, investors out there. Yeah. 20% in value it went down upon this news like yeah you know. because people are scared you know um but again when uh when do you think the uh, call of duty 2 uh announcement will be coming out that will be exclusive for 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 microsoft so basically y'all can play this old ass call of duty while we play in the new hotness the on new our hot, game yeah. on, on our games pass 
So, we don't yeah. know how long the um, marketing agreement between Activision and Sony actually is. So who Joe, knows? It could be Joe, for years. So. Joe, yeah. Joe, that's that's Call of Duty One. I'm talking about Call of Duty Two with the new hotness. Go ahead, play your Call of Duty One. But when everyone moves over to Call of Duty Two, because it's the new hotness, we'll see how much how, how much that contract holds water, or 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 how much money they're making off that contract. I'm telling you, counting, Joe, aren't they on like Call of Duty Ten or something <laughs> right now? I, I don't I don't know. Or Call of Duty Eighty Four. <laughs> like I'm saying, they're gonna and they're or they're gonna make the new hotness. It'll be it'll be called um uh. Uh, duty, duty calls, and duty that'll call. be the new one, and that'll be the one that everyone's playing. Duty calls. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but uh, I was the, telling you, I'm telling you, I you don't buy a studio to not make it exclusive. You just don't do that. You know, you just don't do that. Oh, I, they're they're looking at Minecraft and pointing to Minecraft. Oh, we we have intent, you know, because Minecraft makes too much money for Microsoft to hold it just to Xbox. So, uh, I think it's I think Call of Duty is a little bit, and uh, and all all things aside, from the platform from the plat from the console side, I think this is this is really important. Like Call of Duty, and I, I don't play it. I don't follow it. I just I, since this announcement of this merger hit, there's been a lot of news articles talking about it. There's an annual one million dollar tournament that is done for Call mm -hmm. of Duty. This is big money. Mm -hmm. and, and and regardless of how many people say all oh, Call of Duty's trash, it's always the number one game on every platform it's on. It's on mobile, it's on, well, it, it's on mobile, it's on platform, on consoles, it's on PC. Here's the thing, I think the answer to this, beyond the, con once these contracts, these last uh, contract obligations for Call of Duty are over, here's the thing, I think the answer is something that Phil said. Phil said, and I'm and I'm paraphrasing that, he has no interest in pulling away uh, multi-platform games on other platforms where Game Pass is available. And I think that's the key, that's the key phrase, where Game Pass is available. This is about putting Game Pass everywhere on mm -hmm. everything, including the kitchen sink and your toaster. Mm, I'm telling you. Here's where, and this is, and this is the question that that PlayStation has to answer: Are there will are they willing to be the only? Well, they are the only other uh, 4K capable, HD capable console that is not going to have future Call of Duties on on it. That's the question. If they are, if they are saying no, we're not willing to to let that happen then it's going to come down to, well, you guys need to put Game Pass on PlayStation if you want to continue to see mm. Call of Duty on here. They can, they can play that card. So then you can say, okay, what's the other option? The other option is for PlayStation to say, F you, we're going to come out with our own answer to Call of Duty. And you can say, well... You know, Sony couldn't. Sony couldn't do that. I mean, place. This is the same company that that dug their way out of the the 
muck and mire that was the PlayStation 3 announcement, launch, uh, price. <laughs> you know, they have I they have teamed up. they uh, one of the companies, uh, the people that started in either Infinity Ward, yeah, an Infinity Ward. Uh, those people have started their own company. They are working on a multiplayer shooter for PlayStation exclusively. There uh, are other... I, there, huh? What? I'm, I'm not sure about that. I think the people that started Infinity Ward wound up uh, going and doing um, Respawn and um, basically uh, did uh, Titanfall and uh, Apex Legends for EA. So... There was another agreement. Well, there's another group. I'm, maybe I, Infinity Ward was the wrong company, but there's some vets that either started Call of Duty. Uh, that's they're involved with the Call of Duty franchise. The or, the original people that started their own company, and they're working on a PS5 project. But what well, what I'm saying is, is that the way that they can fight this is by doing what they continue to do by building partnerships with studios that have that talent and cultivating them and i don't see why they couldn't come up with a with a call of duty competitor it it would see if if they've if you're bringing in talent that has experience in that field particularly if they are uh from the very the very ip that uh that you're going to be competing against that'd be great you know, they have a, a working relationship with Bungie. They could be talking to them. What I'm saying is that they've got time because I've heard that some people are saying, well, PlayStation's contracts with Call of Duty go up to just about 10 years. I don't know if that's true or not, but we know that Call of Duty this year is going to be on the platform. I would imagine Call of Duty next year might be on the platform, but let's just say Call of Duty 2024 is not so they've got a couple of years to work on a to work on a response to this otherwise it's going to be well are we we can't be the only platform out here without call of duty what what would you, know. you guys think if uh playstation agrees to put games pass on playstation they're not going to do that but only if they they'd put, be hurting their own business if they did that. But only if when Sony unveils their service, their Spartacus service, to place their service on Xbox. They're not gonna do that. That's that, that muddies that muddies that muddies the water a little too much. Yeah. And it basically it's just that's that's too that's too much kumbaya right that's there. It's probably giving up too much ground on exactly. That. And I think yeah. that's why that's why Sony had to put out that statement talking about no 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 everything's gonna be cool just 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 chill out everything's gonna be cool you know we 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 we're still here we still got you don't worry about it but I'm sure I'm sure Sony's probably thinking about how they can respond and I think Sony is definitely either going to have to uh, start putting up their own money or start really pushing their their games pass brand uh uh what was it uh uh ps now is that what it's called uh well that's been rumored well, we talked true. about it that that's they're gonna refresh need. it yeah exactly yeah. and this is why this is why because yeah because x 
Xbox ain't playing no more, y'all. Phil is not playing. Phil is not playing with you. I know. <laughs> One thing I saw on Twitter the day that this got announced is there were some PlayStation gamers. I believe um, Glenn from PS Nation was commenting, well, this might say that a new Killzone might be uh, on the way for PlayStation, possibly. <laughs> so, you know. mm, Killzone has too much negative connotation attached to that name. I think it would have to be a completely new IP. If 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 they dipped into an IP, if they wanted to utilize a, a PlayStation IP, uh, it, it would I would say it would it would probably be uh, um, SoCom. No, well, SoCom is a strategy. Uh, what's the what's the the one where you fighting the aliens? The, the mm -hmm. Resistance. Resistance. I think resistance would be a better would be a better thing. Would be a better. People have more fond memories of resistance than they do Killzone. I'll just say I'll I'll just put it that way. I'm yeah. Just, I'm just saying we have not we we have just begun to scratch the surface of of Phil's diabolical plan, y'all. I mean, <laughs> I'm serious. Like he is he is sitting there cackling. Like y'all, y'all just don't know. Yeah. Bill is Bill is out here trying. <clears throat> and another thing we just realized, because it has been the the one thing, or another thing, not just the one thing, another aspect of this whole relationship between Xbox uh, games and Microsoft, is that we know now that Xbox has has the keys to the whole vault not yep. just their section. So I don't I don't I don't know uh I don't know how those discussions uh happened with Satya but he was able to get access, he was able to get the keys to the kingdom. So we now know that Xbox has access to Microsoft's total funding, total money. We we know that now. Yeah. And I'm... uh it, it God, it, it, it's it's weird that, or crazy that they are coming that they that they are letting that go through. Uh, considering how how much of a draw <laughs> that Xbox was has been in 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 prior generations, it's it's you know yeah they're in third place they're still in third they're place. still in third place yeah. <laughs> They're I in mean, total revenue and gaming. They are behind Tencent and Sony. But they's coming. Like y'all see, y'all just don't know. Phil, Phil, Phil's. Mm -mm. Well, I mean, Phil's, this Phil's uh, coming for their necks. Okay, Phil yeah, coming I mean, he's for coming for the necks with with wallet, but he's not coming with coming for the necks with games. No, he's not. And that's the thing. <laughs> that and that's the thing. That's why. That's why I say. When it comes down to you can buy all you can make all these acquisitions, make all these acquisitions. Activision, man, we getting Call of Duty, man, we getting this, we getting that, we getting the other. In February, I'm playing Sifu. I'll be playing Horizon Zero Dawn Forbidden West. What are they playing on Xbox? See, that's actually, the thing. I actually, what am, what, what would I? Because I've got a Series X too. What am I going to be playing on Xbox in February? He is just, he is just. See, see, Phil, Phil what is thinking about 2023. 
Okay. I ain't worried about 2023. But I'm talking is. about 2022. I'm talking about right now. I'm talking he about. Know, but that's the and, thing. And he this knows. acquisition, this other acquisition with uh, Bethesda, that happened lat the year before. What am I playing outside of old ass Bethesda I'm, games? I'm game telling pass? you, I'm telling you, he is he is just planting the seeds right now. He he is he is Jimmy Crack Phil, and he is gonna <laughs> and he's gonna he's gonna roost like he's gonna he's gonna go to harvest. Okay, I'm so I gotta you. wait another generation for this not. shit to come I mean, to I fruition. Hope not. I hope is that not. what you're telling me? I hope not. I see, I, but it's, here's the thing though. I think we're gonna see a <laughs> slew. I think we're gonna see a slew. Of of like announcements about new games coming out from these studios. I just hope it's not like Grounded Two or some bullshit like that. Come on, you know, bro. they that's... had they have had Rare for years. I know, I know. And See, what have we got? If people I... think they're gonna get the get an, a Crash Bandicoot, people think they're <laughs> gonna get another River Raid. People think they're gonna get a, a, a Return of Pitfall. You ain't getting that. You are getting Call of Duty every year. You are getting uh, <laughs> Candy I'm... Crush updates. <laughs> I know. Stop. Well, you are I, getting I... all these things that you're already getting. Microsoft is creatively void. They are not going to dip into that back catalog. Well, if they didn't do it for Rare with Rare, if they if they if they didn't do it for what's that? What was that? What was that company that they had uh, that created Fable? Yeah. If they didn't do it with them, they're not going to do it with this. They're going to ride that money train the way it is, the way it's set up. Now they're going to be getting all that revenue to pump up Game Pass and make it look like a make it look like a better deal. And if y'all think you're getting all this extra stuff for $15 a month, you're in for a rude awakening. Phil, I'm trying, Phil. I'm trying, Phil. You got to give me something here, buddy. Well, he has. He, he had an interview with the Washington Post, and this will be my last news story about this, is that Phil was looking at the IP list, and he stated, I mean, let's go, he said. King's Quest, Guitar Hero. I should know this, but I think they have Hexen on the list. We're hoping that we'll be able to work with studios within Activision when the deal closes to make sure that we have the resources to work on franchise that I love from my childhood. And that the teams really want to get. I'm looking forward to these conversations. I th- really think it's about adding resources and increasing cap- capacity. And he said the same damn thing when they bought Rare. The mm-hmm. same damn thing when they bought when they when when for every acquisition he's been in charge of. Jeez, games from my childhood. Da-da-da-da-da. What has that gotten us? I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful, okay. damn it. I gotta be okay. hopeful. Yeah. Well, we'll go back I, I, uh, we can we can be hold hopeful. up and play You'll that. Be battle. hopeful and I'll be playing for Horizon Forbidden West. Okay. <laughs> you can be a, you can you can do that. You do that. <laughs> Just, I'll be playing Sifu. I'll be playing God of War Ragnarok while you be playing Hope. <laughs> well, we, that we can, new we, game <laughs> from we can, Microsoft. We can, we can put up uh, battle colors. <laughs> can play some three-player battle toads. Come on, man. Yeah. I mean, yes. Like yeah. I, I, you're not wrong, and that's the sad thing about it is, is, is they, they, they still have a long way to go to, to, to really show that, um, 
that they're, they're gonna take care of of, of us gamers but yeah. yeah well microsoft they uh i just got a text from games pass oh shit it says <laughs> new experiences await nothing <laughs> feels quite as good as getting into a new game play rainbow six extraction and more on console now with xbox games pass so they're reading my mind I downloaded you know it. my concern. Yeah, Trash I, I wasn't going to play anyway. Okay, wonderful. What else? You I, do? I downloaded it anyway because I was just like, well, <laughs> we we are going to well try play. it, Kevin, and maybe I will. I will eagerly await your report. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I think we'll put a cap on this. Uh, there's one other Bethesda Microsoft news-related item. Um, you know, it's the last. Bethesda game that they have a contractual agreement with PlayStation on. And uh, Ghostwire Tokyo had a release date uh, leaked. Sony hasn't announced anything yet, but according to a listing on the PlayStation Store, that game, which will eventually wind up on Games Pass, (laughs) will uh, be coming out according to the store leak on March 24th. So I know this game's been in development for a year and a day. It's from uh, the team at Tango Gameworks, where uh, Shime Mikami, uh, the prior like producer, director of like Resident Evil 4 and then did Evil Within, this is his next game from his studio on there. So so we'll have to see what happens if this game comes out. I don't know if you guys are looking forward to. It. I still want to see a little bit more of what the game's about. But uh, just like with Deathloop, you know, for you Xbox fans out there, you you're gonna wait a year after this release date, and it'll be on Games Pass for you. And it'll so, uh, and it'll win Game of the Year. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But uh, that's the news for this episode. All righty, so we had a good discussion there. Uh, the games industry, regardless of how you of your opinion on it, is changing drastically and quickly mm-hmm. and in great leaps and bounds. And so, whatever platform you got, I think you're gonna be uh, you're gonna be you're gonna be happy. You know, whether you're uh, you you want to buy your games or rent your games, you know, you're gonna be you're gonna have fun. So with that, we're gonna move on to our contacts. You can reach our show at gamingvessels at gmail.com. That's the email you're going to want to use. If you've heard something that you want to respond to or if even you yourself would like to be part of our gaming discussions and actually be on our show to get your viewpoints out, you're going to want to send an email to gamingvessels at gmail.com. We also have a Twitter page at gamingvessels, G-A-M-I-N-G-V-E-S-S-E-L-S on Twitter. And I would I definitely don't want to go further without mentioning our Discord server. We have great discussions, varied opinions. Uh, we're sharing our gaming accomplishments and a whole bunch of other gaming-related topics and subjects are going on in our Discord server without the toxicity and the doxing and the and the nonsense that's taking place on. Uh, other other social media platforms uh, doesn't even matter what you're talking about. You can be talking about you know the weather, and somebody's gonna <laughs> going to mm-hmm. make it make a personal attack because because of something. So if you want to miss all of that nonsense, I would highly encourage you to join 
our Discord servers. You can find a link to that off on our Gaming Vessels Twitter page. You can also find a link to that on any podcast aggregate you use to download our show. And individually, we have our own social media accounts. I can be found on Twitter at Shonuff71. That's S-H-O-N-U-F-F, the number 71. PlayStation Network, I'm Shonuff7, same spelling with the number 7 at the end. Xbox, I'm Shonuff071, same spelling with 071 at the end. On Steam, I'm Shonuff71, same spelling as originally. And my Nintendo Switch friend code is 7658-2155-3309. So, Dez, where can folks get a hold of you at, bruh? All righty. You can find me on Twitter at the nemo six that's t-h-e-n-e-m-o-s-i-x and on uh playstation network steam and xbox live you can find me at nemo tigger that's n-e-m-o-t-g-g-r and my nintendo friend code is five two eight zero six six seven four four five one nine and as always <clears throat> when you reach out to us please let us know how you find out how you found out about us mention the show or something that way we talk to people not bots they know why all right, Trader Joe, a.k.a. Jabroni Chief. Yeah, yeah. Where can folks get a hold of you at, man? Uh, they can locate me on Twitter under the handle Jabroni Chief, J-A-B-R-O-N-I-C-H-I-E-F. I'll be always forwarding contest entries. I hopefully will win one day. I have won a couple times, so good yay for me. PSN and Steam, Jabroni Chief, same spelling as the Twitter handle, Xbox Jabroni Chief 374 because there's 373 other Jabroni Chiefs running amok that you know you don't want to mess with. You want to <laughs> you you want to hook yeah. up with Jabroni Chief 374. Yeah, it's a it's a brotherhood of jabronis. So you yes, do not yes. want to mess it's with the Jabroni hood. <laughs> yep. yep. And then last but not least, Nintendo friend code. If you want to see what games I'm not playing on the Switch, uh, 47125931409. I'm not sliding the Switch. I'm sliding my inability to turn it on for once. So, (laughs) nah, I can see that. Yeah. And you and you and you want a 4K Switch? Is it going to be like a 4K unit you're not going to play? He might play it. <laughs> yeah, I might play it. He he might actually play it. I really believe it comes down to his eyes. He needs it to be crisp because he's his older. eyes. Need 4K on his he screen. Needs, he needs 4K eyes. <laughs> These eyes. Oh, they're burning. This is not 4K, you know. I can see it. Oh man, the madness! <laughs> the madness. All right, folks, that is going to con- that's going to do it for this episode of Gaming Vessel. <laughs> for Dez, a.k.a. The- <laughs> a.k.a. the High Resonator, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the Cat Daddy, a.k.a. the Gamer Step Daddy. These eyes. These eyes. <laughs> oh, they're burning. <laughs> Okay. He needs 4K. And for Trader Joe, aka the Jabroni Chief. Yeah, yeah. 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 Who is that food max of gaming who can maximize your gaming dollar? I am Shonuff71, aka Digger Dulamite. Purple bling bling. These no. eyes. <laughs>
God. His purple eyes. Saying <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next week with episode 156 for your eardrums. Peace.